Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Kaplan and Crew. The pre-roll show is coming up later today. Scott's still out, but me and Browner got you guys here on Wednesday. Lots to get to, but before we do, excuse me, uh, we're going to start off by mentioning our great sponsors. That could This show would not be possible without them. And if you haven't heard, we have a new promo code at Tory Holistics. That promo code is BetterBud. BetterBud. Online, in-store. Show them. Scan the QR code. If you're watching, if you're listening, uh, KaplanandCrew.com. Click the Tory Holistics logo. It'll take you to our landing page on Tori Holistics with our promo code being better buzz for a few weeks. I don't really know how long, but it'll be here for a few weeks. It'll be longer than January as well. So spend a minimum of $75. You will get 20% off your purchase at Tori and California Holistics when you use promo code better. But it is raining hard right now. Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com, just minutes away from downtown San Diego. This down south and off the front. Wow, can I speak today? Off the 5 Freeway has all of your favorite table games, a smoke-free environment, tons of TVs to watch whatever sporting event is on that day, and of course, it has a Sammy's restaurant and bar. 7 Mile Casino, 7milecasino.com. Shout out to them for being a great sponsor of ours once again in the year 2024. Remember, all those table games are supposed to be fun, so if you have any sort of problem, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. Shout out to Gary Cooper and Mount Trust Realty if you're looking to buy a home sell a home there's only one guy to call and that is gary cooper we'll get him back on the show next week so he can update us on what's going to happen in the year 2024 but for now if you do want to talk to him 858-376-1299 858-376-1299 looking to buy looking to sell you call that number he's the one that answers the phone directly so you get to speak to koopa loop yourself and if you want to check out whatever listings he has currently mountainstressrealty.com is where you can go for that uh, shout out to Prize Picks. Uh, last night, Caitlin Clark balled out. Great game by her. Uh, put a little money on her. Uh, won a little money on her. So appreciate that. It is very, very legal in California. If you don't know that yet, uh, just letting you guys know, Prize Picks is legal in the state of California. I know that's the majority of our listeners and viewers. But if you're out of the state of California, uh, check to see your location. And here, if you're a great friend, you scan that QR code. You will get your first deposit matched up to $100 on your first deposit when you use pricepicks.com slash greatfriends. That's just for you guys. Uh, your first deposit matched up to $100. It has been so much fun to play price picks, um, especially when you're winning. And I know Browner's on a cold streak, but uh, some people are not. So pricepicks.com. Shout out to y'all. Uh, I don't. I got to check out what's going on on Mushroom Life. Got to talk to Brett Weiss to get us updated. I'm pretty sure that deal's still going on where you spend 50 bucks. They'll send you 50 bucks of extra free product completely for free. But MushroomLife.com, L-Y-F-E, MushroomLife.com. As always, you can scan that QR code. It'll take you straight to our landing page. So really good stuff. You guys know Browner takes that mental energy, sustained energy. I do the immune when I'm not feeling it at 100 so it has been great products. There's skin cream. Uh, you know, there's coffee coming out. They got plenty happening at Mushroom Life. So go check them out. Mushroom Life with a Y, L-Y-F-E, mushroomlife.com. I believe that's it. I believe we can start the show. Let me see if I can start talking correctly before we get going. Let's do it. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Kaplan and Crew with just the crew once again. Grande and Browner with you guys here on Wednesday uh, to kicking off the new year. Scott back on Monday before we get the show started. Lots to get to today. Uh, plenty to get to today, including the beginning of the uh, Mountain West uh, 
schedule for the San Diego State Aztecs. That's where my mind's at tonight. But before we get there, I just want to tell you guys what we are brought to you by Seven Mile Casino. Seven Mile Casino just minutes away from downtown San Diego, just south uh, of San Diego, downtown San Diego, off right off the Five Freeway with a full Sammy's Restaurant Bar. All your favorite table games, a smoke-free environment. What more can you ask for? Oh, also, tons of TVs to watch whatever event, whatever sporting event is on. They got tons of TVs right next to the tables. It is a great place to hang out, a great place to play your favorite table games. SevenMileCasino.com for more information. Uh, you can scan the QR code here if you're watching. So shout out to Seven Mile for coming back for the year 2024. Love and appreciate Seven Mile Casino. And remember, it's all supposed to be fun. So if you have any sort of issues, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Seven Mile Casino. All right. We're sitting here on Wednesday. JB, how you feeling today? Solid, 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 solid. Still recovering from the the Eric Gruppner mm. comments. Still recovering from yeah. those. I do feel like we didn't talk probably enough about that because I do feel like there was a lot of um, shock. I think a lot of people missed it because it was during the holiday, during the holidays. So a lot of people maybe weren't in tune with a lot of stuff. And when we mm-hmm. put that clip out on social media, there was just a lot of you know flabbergasted, silenced, stunned Padre fans out there. Like what? Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> if if that if he had made that comment at spring training. I think that would have been like the, maybe the second topic after what's going on with the Dodgers. Like, come on, man. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. Maybe the third because the Soto, Soto to New York. Soto to New York and Otani to L.A. Those are massive, massive stories. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to ineptitude and, 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 and uh, you know, stupidity, then you get to that because that's just dumb. That's dumb. That's that, that that's bad management. Yikes, man. Yikes. I, I I thought about that yesterday when after we had talked about it, we had gotten off the show, and then I had seen that that was our Instagram clip, and I was just kind of like, because when I heard it again, and, and so then my brain started thinking about it again, and I went, that's dumber than I thought it was the first time I heard it, <laughs> and so then I kind of got a little annoyed about it all over again, because it it does it doesn't project confidence at all it doesn't project confidence at all it just kind of feels like uh uh if this if if the padres as the organization was a dam the cracks are starting to show and water starting to like squirt out you know in the movies Mm -hmm. before the dam blows up and washes away the town there's always like these cracks and then like little drips of water start coming out that's what that feels like and it's right it's january yeah. Well, I think when you look at those comments that Eric Gruppner, the Padre CEO, made, and you take them completely out of context, it doesn't sound that terrible. You're like, oh, look, we got Manny Machado. We got Fernando Tatis. We got Xander Bogarts. We got you, Darvish. We got, we got Joe Musgrove. Look at this right. core that you have. Out of context, you're like, okay, great. When you put it all that's into context. That's what context, I've been saying. That's what yeah. I've been saying. Out of context. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've yeah. been saying after the Soto trade. Right. Out of context, 82 and 80, pew, pew, pew. You know, we have this pew, core pew. where we're building a foundation, like, out of context. But in reality, that we all live in, you're basically telling us, don't worry about what we had in 2023. Mm-hmm. And by that, like, <laughs> just the talent. Like, I'm not talking about the on-field production. I'm just telling you, like, don't worry about what we had. Think about what we have and just be grateful. 
because three years ago you didn't have that stuff you know you didn't have and i was like wait a second so you're just telling the fan base like to our face without telling us directly right to your face peter seidler's gone he was overspending it was his decision that's not the way it's going to work here anymore we're going to come back to reality and all the promises that we made with peter those were peter's promises those weren't our promises that's the way i took it i don't know how you took it Mm. genuinely i took it as those that was peter's stuff me as the ceo and the Seidler group running it we're not running it with the ambition of top 10 payroll we're not running it with the ambition of top talent every every time we can get it we're going to go for it they'll never make a 400 million dollar offer to to aaron judge they'll never make a 360 million dollars offer to trey turner financially they may not be ever able to but at least when peter was here it was always like well we could at least fool around and talk about it you know we could fool around with the idea of extending juan soto and still going after shohei otani because those were conversations that were being had by the fan base in this this last summer those were conversations that were had and eric Gruppner just told the Padre fan base, come back to reality, look at what you have, and we'll add a little bit here and there. Which in reality, Browner, I understand it. I get it. They do have a lot of money on the books already. These dudes are going to be around for a decade. I understand it. But the first message, the first message from the CEO, who you never hear from. Never. And now, the first message after Peter Slyver's passing is, Come back down to reality. That ain't ever going to happen no more. This is what you got. Be grateful this is what you got. And we're still going to raise season ticket prices for the third time in a row. And this is let's go forward. This is what we got. Let's do this together. I think the idea just... <laughs> so the idea on its face is what I've been saying. Yes, Soto is a massive talent. And the fact that he's left will hurt the team. Yes, Blake Snell leaving in free agency is a massive talent. Yes, that's going to hurt the team. Yes, the closer leaving is a huge talent that will hurt the team from a performance standpoint, probably not from a chemistry standpoint. I get, though, I get all those things. But if you're saying that the fans should now be happy because of what we have in comparison to what we had in the past, because now we're trying. I just I I think that's that's like a loser mentality. Now, if this team now has to become the Tampa Bay Rays, and we've got or or the Kansas City Royals, and we got a draft right, our farm system's got to be a one. And if we get a Soto, we'll be able to sign him. If we get another Tati somewhere in the system, we'll be able to sign him. If Ethan Salas pans out, and he turns into this generational catcher. We'll be able to sign our guys. But this idea of us going out and 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 getting in the judge conversation or being in an Otani conversation, yeah, that's over. Hey, bro, yeah. you don't say that. I yeah, see the, it's not the benefit. Like the, yeah, the, the benefit okay. we have, Browner, is that we're able to go back and analyze everything everybody says, which is what people do right. to us when we get when we come on here and say things just spewing out of our mouth. But I just think that the the, the message the message was just so distorted because you could have easily said what he said in, in such a basic manner. Like, Hey, we're going to do everything we can to compete within our means. We're going to do everything that possible. Right there. And sign- that's it. And that's right. it, by the way, right. in the quote, in the quote, right. we're going to do everything right. we can to compete within our means. 
if you're a, yeah. if you're a CEO of a sports mm -hmm. organization, that's how you answer that question. You don't yeah. you don't trip over yourself by saying, "Oh, but if you were in a coma and you woke up, if you were in a coma three years ago and you woke up today, you'd be like, "Man, our roster's awesome." Like, mm -hmm. what are you talking about? Right. It's it's just a. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to get anybody on your side by telling him why aren't you happy for what no. you got? Why are you complaining? Right. Well, let's just because if you put if you go back and put things into context and not take it out of context, every guy that you kept here had a down year. Every guy that you want us to be thankful for just had one of their worst years. And yes, is Manny Machado a terrible player? No, he still hit 30 home runs and almost 100 RBIs. Is Andrew Bogarts an awful player? No, he still hit like 290 or something like that. Is is everybody should everybody be excited about the T's? I think so. I think yes. He took a year off baseball, all the reasons we understand why, but I think he did exceptional for his first year back at, after a year away. But when you look at what you lost, you didn't just lose Jerickson Profar. No disrespect, Jerickson. You came in and you were you were a spark plug to that car to that clubhouse. They got they finally played well when you showed up. But you mm -hmm. lost Juan Soto. You lost a Cy Young winner, a two-time Cy Young winner. You won. You you lost a top three closer in baseball with all his flaws. He's still one of the best closers in baseball. And we're just what? Like, what are we supposed to say to that? Just cool, awesome, great. We're cool with what we got, you know. Like, so we expect we went eighty two and eighty with those guys, and those guys right. had MVP Cy Young seasons, and we were eighty two <laughs> and eighty. So now we're removing those guys. So what am I, and I, we're not getting better. Are we getting better? Have the Padres gotten better? Have the Padres no. gotten better? So now you removed the best players that we had last year, except Hassan Kim. And you're, and, and now we're supposed to be grateful because we're better now without them. Is that because these pieces that you brought in for Juan Soto are going to just form like, is, is Michael King going to be better than, than what Seth Lugo and Michael Waka was? I don't, I don't know. He's never been a full-time starter before, so I have no idea. Again, when you are addressing that situation, as the CEO, you should be able to publicly communicate in a way that leaves people walking away going, I don't know, but okay, I'm going to trust these people. So mm -hmm. when you talk about the Soto trade, you talk about the potential of Michael King. You talk about the potential of guys that you got in a deal from an upside perspective. like. We know from a financial point, from a financial standpoint, that Blake Snell has kind of priced himself out of us because he was so great in a Padre uniform, and in our current financial situation, we can't afford to give him what he deserves. So speak highly of a guy who you had, and now we got these now the pitchers that we've brought in. We hope that a couple of those guys can kind of, you know, uh, 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 calm the tide and give us kind of some of get a couple of guys to give you what Snell gave you. We made a big signing. We got a brand new closer. We think he's going to be a, a vital piece to what we need going forward. Like, there are ways to communicate that way people go, yeah, we did lose some really good players. But I like the fact that what they, they tried to fill holes of the guys who we lost in positions that we lost them. Mm -hmm. Not, oh, man, you know, if you were in a coma three years ago, like what? That, that comment, that comment just tells me way more about what I think the future management of this organization is going to look like far more than it does player performance. So you're going to have 
some some penny pension going forward with this franchise yeah. that that's going to be very aggravating to people when you get to these trade deadlines and now you look around and instead of trying to find guys you yeah we're just gonna go we're gonna call some guys up well like you did so, say they did sign yuki matsui and which is uh, a good by thing all, by all reports they also got another pitcher who could be a closer is what i'm reading and by the way browner the best name in all of sports definitely the best name in baseball there you know football might have some competition there's some pretty dope names in in football but the new padres bullpen pitcher who could be a closer could be a setup man could be a middle reliever but by all reports it could be a closer 25 year old reliever from korea another one woo woo suck woo. go no 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 woo no, no, suck no. go Welcome no, no, no. to the we Padres. Twenty-five year old right hand how pitcher. You spell it. How you spell it? I need this. I need to see the phonetic spelling of this. Oh, it's a W O O S U K G O. Oh boy. Okay. Oh god. All right. In seven seasons in the Korean League for the LG Twins, three hundred sixty-eight innings pitched, three point one ERA, one hundred thirty-nine saves. Welcome, Woo Suck Go. I think it's. I think his. The I think I could be wrong. It could be suck dash go, but I believe it could be Go go on the back of his jersey next season as a Padres. Look, <laughs> woo go, woo go. I, I, yeah, I'm gonna keep the suck out of it. I'm gonna that's my boy woo go. I I I, I don't know I'm if they got a pipeline over there. <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they got a pipeline of guys over there that they're just you know sending here. Or send it to California because they ain't going nowhere else. Mm -hmm. If you're telling me that you're going to fix the problem that we had in the bullpen, where if you get to the seventh inning, we have a guy for the seventh inning, a guy for the eighth inning, and a guy for the ninth inning. Okay. I'm on board with that's that. That's what they got. Because, that's what they got. If because, it translates, that's what they got. Because last year, one of the things that we didn't know was – how to get the ball from the starter to the closer because we don't have a guy who can go eight inning, eight innings three or four times through the rotation. We didn't have that. And I don't think we have that now. So the best thing that we could do is get the bullpen armed with the ability to come at the seventh inning. If the Padres enter the seventh inning with the lead, there's a 90% chance you're going to win those games. Mm -hmm. But we've got to see these guys because that's my biggest concern when you bring these guys over here is that, these are the best players in the world. I understand that that's a very high-level league, but when you bring somebody from playing in Spain to the NBA, there's a difference. When you bring that's a huge. guy from Germany to the NBA, there's a difference. There's a difference in speed. There's a difference in physicality. And in this particular situation, there is a difference in power where a fly ball over there is a home run over here. Yeah. And so well, they, if, now if these guys got stuff, you know I love good stuff. You know you, you love stuff. the stuff. I love the stuff. Does Go got stuff? Does Go has got some. No, Go, well, he's both. He's got stuff, though. Here's your uh, back-end bullpen. In theory, you still have Steve Wilson. You still have Cosgrove. There are re real relievers that have, that have done well here. But you got Matsui, who's got stuff. 72 strikeouts last year, only 13 walks. 
Sucko, 59 strikeouts, 22 walks. And Suarez, we all know he had just it down. Go, he man. Was hurt. Just go, bro. Just go. Wait, no, bro, it's his name. I'm not going to disrespect. That's his name. It is what it is, man. Just because it means something here don't mean it means something over there. So I think that the Padres have focused so far, obviously, on their rotation. They got like four starters mm-hmm. and a catcher from the Yankees. They've signed two re- relievers from Asia. I think that they 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 saw a weakness, obviously, with the departure, as all the departures on the pitching staff, and they addressed them. They addressed them in a very A.J. Preller way by going out of the country and digging deep and finding dudes. <laughs> and that's what he does, man. I mean, Robert Suarez also came from Japan. You know, he wasn't pitching in Major League Baseball when, when he found Robert Suarez, and all of a sudden Suarez had a breakout 22 season, earned himself a contract, had a terrible year last year, but it is what it is. This is what A.J. Preller does. He's a steep deep deep scout he finds these guys he knows these guys that you've never heard of before and he mm-hmm. brings them here and with ruben yebla i have faith that they'll turn him around or not turn so, him around but like bring the best out of them if this is this is truly his mark of greatness if this is what he does let's see it let's see it because if his biggest strength has always been his ability to rebuild the farm system to get a guy like soto in a trade if his biggest ability is to find talent that no one can find or or get guys to sign because of his ability to have pipelines in certain countries, then let's see it. Let's mm-hmm. see it. Can, will Ethan Stiles pan out? Let's see it. Will Jackson Merrill pan out? Let's see it. Because with the, the yeah. waiting period for these dudes, is, well, not Salas, but the waiting period for a lot of these upper echelon guys in the farm system, it's, it, it's go time like now. This year. It's go time now. Yeah, yeah, it's go time now. Yeah, so could be him, him, him bringing over so many pitchers and trades and bringing over arms from Japan signals to me that the everyday part of this roster will be built through the farm system in which they are already present. So that that's the part about it to me that I have my eye open for. The Padres also announced their uh, 2024 coaching staff this morning, John Browner. Uh, no surprises. I, everything's kind of been announced, I believe. You know, Victor Rodriguez is hired as a hitting coach. Ruben Yev was a pitching coach. Mike Schilt is the manager. Who's the bench coach? Oh, we don't have one. No need for one. Mike Schilt's a baseball man. He doesn't need a bench coach. So we don't have a bench oh. coach. But there is oh. one name that stands out to me, my friend, and that's the assistant hitting coach. This BG? name sound familiar? This name sound familiar to you? Mike McCoy. The football coach? Mike McCoy is this year's assistant hitting coach. The old Charger coach? No, <laughs> no, not the old Charger coach, but still a oh. familiar name. No, a dude that played every single position in baseball, and now he's your assistant hitting coach. So there you go. No, no shockers at anywhere except there is no bench coach. That's a shocker, I think. I mean, listen, if you're if you're if you're a good manager, why do you need a bench coach? That, that never the bench, the, bench coach, you... the bench coach I mean, is like from. I'm let me get my homeboy a job. That's what the bitch coach is to me, in my opinion. Like either he's a spy or, or let yeah. me get my homeboy a job who I like in baseball. He can come kicking in the dugout with me. We're just hanging out. You know, it's a long season. Either you fall asleep or you make some jokes about stuff that you're seeing in the game. You know, that that's the equivalent to the bitch. It's kind of like a kind of like us, like a secretary. Like, hey, how many mound visits we got left? How many? Who's left in the bullpen? Who's you know, like kind of stuff like that. When can we the do homie. it? Well, yeah, don't. But you know, the it's homie. also like, hey, if I get kicked out of a game, who he's the coach now? He's the manager now. That also is so. It's the easiest thing to do. Hey, I get kicked out. Y'all know what to do. We did this three days in a row last week. 
Could be a vibes guy too. Could be a vibes guy. Could be a vibes guy. This is what I'm saying. The bench coach is the homie. It's yeah, the homie well, when you want somebody well, Mike to yell. Mike don't have a homie. Yeah, man, so Mike Schill, that's go. a bad sign, bro. You ain't got nobody. You ain't got none of the homies you're trying to kick some cash to. Somebody come kick it with you all season. Listen, I'm accepting applications. I'm going to talk about when we come back to kick off the Mountain West schedule tonight. Avier has arena. I hate King Scott. Still waiting. We're brought to you by Seven Mile Casino. Oh. We'll get into the Essex when we come back. <laughs> There we go. We're back, everybody. Kaplan and crew, a little technical difficulties before this uh, segment here started. Uh, Grande and Brown are with you guys here on Wednesday. Scott back on Monday. Although Scott, classic, classic Scott. He won't stop texting me. He will not stop. I was like, dude, you got so much time to text me. Why are you just not on the show? Like, you're texting me about every single story. You're texting me on the side. Browner, nobody has your number. It's the most annoying thing in the freaking world. Because people are... <laughs> We're in group messages with your old number. People have questions for you. It's the most annoying thing ever. And I don't know if I'm allowed to give your number, and I haven't given it to anybody, so I won't give it to anybody. It's just like, but honestly, it's like everybody that has something to do with the show, we have a group message with. They don't have your number, and yet they're asking for you in these group messages. And Scott's in the mountains, so he's not replying. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll reply. Hey, Brown's got a new number. I'm not sure if I can give it to you. So can you fig can you like Figure out who we have relationships with for the show and give them your number because it is uh, it, it, it's happening on a on a regular occurrence. I'm pretty sure that you're talking about Brett. Talking about multiple people from multiple sponsors. Oh, uh, uh, give it to him. Give it to him. give it to him. If they ask you for it, give it to him. I was just under the impression that that there was only one person who didn't have it, and I gave it to him, and I mm. I talked to him. So I think maybe I just, I guess I must have missed out. Oh, I guess you did, but anyways, uh, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't this sponsor that was reaching out to you, but Prize Picks. I, we are brought to you by. I Prize wish Picks. they were reaching out to me, Browner. You were so wrong yesterday, and I went against you because you said you were cold. And Caitlin Clark, 36 and a half last night. You were so wrong. She dropped 40. Way, I'm bro, so glad I didn't listen that. to you. So glad I didn't listen to you. I won that in a soccer bet. I'm back in the green. Um, so prizepicks.com slash great friends. Scan that QR code. They'll match your first deposit up to $100. I took advantage of that Taco Tuesday special yesterday. And Caitlin Clark, uh, even with the without the three the game-winning three-pointer, she was still going to hit the over so or more. So shout out to her, man. You still she cold? lit last night. She was lit. Listen, man, again, I got 50 cent left in my account. My next bet got to be strategic. You Maybe you should, like, work, work, like, claw your way out. Maybe you shouldn't just try and, you know, Hail Mary your way out. You should maybe drop a little two-leg something instead of a six-leg. You know, like, kind of get back in the green. That's what I've done. Got back in the green. Now I've been winning a few here and there. Now I'm back, baby. And and I'm reloading for Monday. Because my next large bet is Monday for mm-hmm. the national championship game. Because I think that's gonna be a, I think that's gonna be a big one for me. Uh, I probably shouldn't have made the first bet I made the big bet with the college football because I don't really watch a lot of college football. I just kind of went on the statistics. Mm-hmm. But now that I've actually watched Michigan play and I've actually watched Washington play this now my third Washington game in its entirety. Monday night yeah. I'm ready. JJ Monday McCarthy. Ready. JJ McCarthy. I love this number. Two hundred and a half pass yards. 
He's Washington's deep. Washington defense not that great. Like, the secondary, their secondary is terrible. Is, is terrible. Terrible. Michael Penix, secondary is terrible. Two hundred and ninety-seven and a half pass yards by Michael. He Penix. gonna get that. He's gonna get on that, that defense. See, I see. I I think I I think Washington is going to show Michigan something that Alabama couldn't, and something Michigan hasn't seen all year: a quick mm-hmm. passing game with two NFL wide receivers. Yes, Ohio State has very good wide receivers. Their quarterback is not on the level of Michael Penix. So I think, and the idea that they were able to put that kind of pressure on Alabama and sack Alabama and all of a sudden, Jalen Miro's a runner. He's not a thrower. He can throw, yeah. but he preferably he's a runner. Washington has the best offensive line in college football. Okay. End of story. So I, I think he's definitely going to be able to pass on them. Uh, I But Michigan has a fantastic defense. They don't have a one guy standout. They got a lot of guys do, playing really well, well coached guys. So yeah, Monday's looking good, man. Monday's looking good. This weekend's looking good. Like I said, I'm 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 reing up. I'm reing up. I may take your advice to a couple of you know, a couple human legs. Build it back up. Just build it back up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh Michael Penix, I love this one. Pass, rush, and reception touchdowns combined two and a half. See, that's a scary one because the first three touchdowns were handoffs. As soon as they, every time they got close, I was like, "No, yeah, no." But this is I had, I had him for. But this is this is Michigan's defensive line, which is their strength, right? Yeah, true. But as, but his also his strength is passing, and he's got two NFL wide receivers. One of them's probably a top ten. Udoz is probably a top ten pick. So well, yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm going with Penix passing. Well, Rado- I'm going Udo- with Udoz Udoz catches. Adonze is Adonze. Uh, half of a reception touchdown, more or less. So one or none, one or none. I would see. I would do catches with him. I would do catches and probably yards before I do touchdowns. Because gotcha. I think Penn, when you get in that area, I think uh, Michigan will be able to kind of double him or shade someone to his side. And Penix has the confidence to go other places with the ball. So this isn't a situation where he's just got one guy, and doesn't matter what happens, he's throwing it to that guy. So and I, Price Picks, and I like the and I like the Michigan running back, whatever his number is on rushing. Blake I'm Corm. taking that too. Yeah, yeah, Blake Corm. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. That's all up there on Price Picks right now. Pass yards, receiving yards, rush yards, t- reception touchdowns, rush touchdowns, even kicking points. You can put some some bets on. That's up for Monday night when it's Washington versus Michigan. Go check it out. PricePicks.com/slash Great Friends. Get your first deposit matched up to one hundred dollars. Browner, I didn't spend any time watching Caitlin Clark last night or any sports again last night because there really wasn't anything on my radar. No football, uh, no bowl games, no really nothing. The Lakers didn't play, you know, Aztecs play tonight. So I kind of had, I felt like I had a little night off from sports. And I know there's one guy on Instagram that's going to hate what I'm about to bring up, but have you played Spider-Man 2 on PlayStation 5? Yes, I own it, yeah. That is the best game I've played. And that's the best game I played in 2023, hands down. Not it's even fantastic. Played. It's fantastic. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's to fantastic. the point where my wife was like, "What's Spider Man 2? And I told her, oh, "It's kind of like imagine Grand Theft Auto, but Spider Man. Right? Not as crazy. Right. Obviously, not as violent, but still decently violent. Um, a lot of but punching imagine and kicking. a lot of punching and kicking, throwing trash cans. You know, a lot of stuff like that. There's some stabbing that happened people. already." 
yeah, there's there's some stuff. There's some stuff. Spider-Man like never had the I don't kill people rule. So right. I feel like I have done that a few times on that game. But my wife's like, okay. And then she was like, well, I like Spider-Man. I was, and then she saw me play it. And she was like, yo, I want to play this. And it's a one-person game. So I was like, I showed her how to start her own file. Because, you know, we don't have to play the same campaign. She could start her own campaign. Dude, this woman on New Year's Day played for five hours straight. Five hours straight. Bro, she's like 30% done with the game. I'm 10% done with the game. I saw her file yesterday. She's 30% done with the game, man. Then she was like, last night, we were doing a little like, we did shopping and we did some, some grocery shopping and we came home and she was putting stuff away and I was like, I finished my side of the stuff, so I go and I sit down she was like, hey, can I play? and I was like, no, you're 30%, I'm 10%, let me put, let me get my screen time, man, I'm gonna get you a PS portal, you leave me alone dude, one of the funniest one of the funny parts, by the way, Gotham Knights, also a fantastic game as well, not as good as Spider-Man 2 but a very, very good game that you can pick up and you can play got some detective skills into it It, it's very good game one of the things that i think some people don't understand is that when you pick one of these games up and you follow like these uh uh, murder mysteries or these docudramas or you start playing these modern day games Mm -hmm. the script in these games the storylines are fantastic so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you're handhelding your way through a netflix series or you handhelding your way do some Hulu series, so or HBO Max, whatever you want to call. It. So I think so now people don't have an understanding for. They just hear video games and they go, ah, oh, oh, what are you playing video games, dude? The, the, some of the people who write these these Oscar award winning movies have written scripts for video games. Some of these. Well, The Last of are, Us was one of the most popular shows in 2023, and that's a video game. That's all you need of, to say. And, and it's and it's one of the most well done video games in history. So, so the idea. Saying, go ahead. Sorry to cut you off. Say, you know that saying because you're about you're saying the same thing. People always say the book is better than the movie. The video game is better than the movie that you saw. Like the, the video game of The Last of Us is Every better time. than the show. Every time. Just, she, she's played you know, 10, 15 hours on that thing. She's thirty percent done. This is like a. This takes like a month. This is like two, three months. Uh-huh. Here, because this this is another one that nothing nothing breaks my heart more than a video game adaptation into a movie and it sucks. See Resident Evil. Uncharted is one of the greatest video games of all time. Mm -hmm. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and I sat through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Uncharted, one, two, and three, fantastic set of games, fantastic. I would highly recommend them. Don't watch the movie. Don't watch the movie. Have you seen the trailer? Okay, have you ever played the game Fallout? No. It's a very slow, like, RPG game. Uh, There's a show on Apple TV based off Fallout coming out. The trailer looks incredible. Incredible. I was like, okay, I'm I'm in on that. Because that, that game was a little too slow for me. Um, right, but the show looks very, very good, and also, I think that's the Dungeons new thing, man. I think there is no original ideas in Hollywood. No, okay? no. <laughs> no. I saw Zack Snyder the, the, say that uh, Disney or was it Disney? Yeah, he pitched his movie to Disney, 
Rebel Moon or whatever. Rebel Moon. Oh, the yeah. new one on Netflix. But he's like, it, was awesome. it wasn't it wasn't their idea. So Disney's one of the few places that does do original ideas. So, but it wasn't their idea, so they didn't buy it. So you had to go to Netflix because Netflix takes anything they can. It is, uh, yeah, but they're no original. That's the new thing now, man. Video games are becoming TV shows. Video games are becoming mm-hmm. movies. Comic I saw books. the Hunger Games thing. Like that. That's a book. That was How that was movie. That movie? Was, was that was terrible? Terrible. Wow. Terrible. Wow. Dungeons okay, and not Dragons terrible. was not terrible. Just terrible, not by the way. People hated Dungeons even... and Dragons. The movie. Yeah, didn't even ever think about going to watch it. I watch Stranger Things. That's close enough for me. I mean, Chris Pine. I like Chris Pine as an actor, but no, nothing could have helped that movie. Yeah. So, anyways, that's what I did last night. But tonight, wait till they do Browning, the Grand. Wait till they do the Grand Theft Auto movie. Now, they ain't made it oh, yet, man. But what if they do? And and, and last thing on this, last that was a dope storyline. GTA Five. That would have been a great movie. Awesome. The pro- like if you just. If once you finish the game, and it's like, okay, you've now finished the game. Here's a 90-minute movie on the game you yeah. just played. Right. I guarantee you that would be a bomb movie. And it, it could only be seen on the video game. Correct. That'd be crazy. One of, what, what, one of the things I think is, is about to start happening is you're going to have more people transitioning into games like Grand Theft Auto. It just takes a while to make these games because there's so much involved in it. Because the new Grand Theft Auto, Apparently has like real people in it because if you sign up for some of these social media sites and you let them use your face because it's in your terms and conditions, by the way, pay attention mm-hmm. to what you log into. They basically bought your information from Facebook and Instagram. So they basically they have real viral moments mm-hmm. in the game. So if you gave them your face, you might be walking around, you know. Vice City, Miami somewhere now. All right, Vice City. Yeah. yeah. Or, or so whatever it's called. And that's what's so cool about GTA. Why right? was GTA was the one that really, really kicked it off? Like, uh, where was GTA Five? San Andreas? Is that no? Yeah, I'm trying to remember the city. Yeah, it's literally a like exact replica of LA almost in Santa Monica. Oh, like man, the map. Yes. Like you can, it is if Santa you live Monica. there, you Stop can it. find it your is house. Santa Monica. Yeah, and it, it's and, Santa Monica. And GTA Six or Spider Man, excuse me. It's so realistic to New York. People are finding their houses and doing like side-by-side comparisons of their building and what it looks like in the in the video game. And GTA 6, I got to imagine, you're going to be literally in South Beach if you got a big enough TV. Yes. You're going to be, yes. yeah, it is going to be incredible. This video games are crazy. That's why they take so damn long to make, man. Right. They got to like Google map. They got to Google map the whole game, basically. I, I wonder if they also work with Google Maps to do that because New York's a massive place. And if you're a video game company, you're trying to map every inch of the city for Spider-Man. I'm pretty sure Google was like, yeah, we got you. Yeah. All, you're, you're, just yeah. buy, you're just buying you're just buying the rights to certain things. Dude, uh, so I, 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 I cannot wait to keep playing. I'm not far at all in the game. It's been incredible so far. How far are you? Are you trying? Are you playing the campaign? You're just swinging around. Oh no! I just be swinging around, man. I yeah. just be swinging around. Yeah. Uh, I, be, I was because I was playing Gotham Knights. I got John Madden because I always wait till Madden's like nineteen dollars to buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then I, I I got that too, and so yeah. Well, Madden. It's cool about Madden is like they update it all season. You know, like they're still adding people. Yeah. They're still adding people's face scans Likeness, on Madden. Moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah. 
I don't I don't ever buy Madden the day it comes out. It, it's sixty five dollars, which is it, it, it's insane how much these things are at this point. But it's sixty five bucks if you wait till Christmas. It's literally seventy percent off. What's yeah. the rush? What's the rush? Being first is always the rush. Ask Adam Schefter. Ask Ken Rosenthal. Oh, oh. Being first is always the rush. On Twitter, yeah. <laughs> I remember. I used, to go to I used to go to game. I used to go to GameStop at midnight to get Call of Duty, and they would have like I used parties in line. I I used to, I used to go to GameStop at midnight to get Madden. I know mm. what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> as a 40 year old man, wild, dude. I have <laughs> in my 30s. I poop you not. Half of my 30s, half of my 30s, I was in line at GameStop at midnight once a year for John Madden. Once a year. And this is before they had the digital download. Like, if when it came out at midnight, I was one of them jokers standing outside in the line talking to a bunch of other dudes, just a just a sausage fest, talking about Madden. Eating my little Caesars in line. And sometimes it'd be a game uh, truck outside, gamer tags. Yeah, yep. exchanging gamer tags and all, I'll play you. I'm gonna yep. add you. I'm gonna add you. Like, yeah, man, it was, it was a good time. Those people, man. uh, those, those dudes were always drinking NOS energy drink, too. It was always, always. NOS energy drink, always, dude. Yeah. I don't know what the difference between like NOS and Red Bull is because I don't drink energy drinks like that, but whatever's in that NOS, it's crap. Them nerds, because them nerds were drinking. If you if you hammer on a computer for a video game, you suck down Nas. Yep. If you do dumb stuff on a skateboard, you drink Monster. Like they know their audience. Yep, yep. So no sports last night. Uh, sports back on the TV today. We'll get into San Diego State next segment because there's a lot to get to. Also, a report from ESPN uh, in regards to Jim Harbaugh going back to the NFL. Uh, definitely, definitely want to get to that next segment. We'll also ask Eric Williams about that. He's going to join us in our final segment of today's show. Uh, something that did come out last night, though, Browner, is the uh, report for television ratings for the for the college football semifinals. Did you see how well? Oh, give it to me! How they crushed the Rose Bowl. Oh my goodness, dude! Twenty-seven point two million people tuned in to watch the Rose Bowl. That is the most watched non-NFL event since two thousand eighteen. Obviously, in America. NFL is king. Nobody beats the NFL but in anything. 27.2 million people tune into the Rose Bowl. Uh, so many people tune into the Rose Bowl, Browner, that now there's like a, a, a silent uproar that is becoming louder and louder to make the Rose Bowl the home of the national championship every single year. Absolutely. I think so, too. Now you're gonna have there's these, something about now it. Now you're going to have the playoff games. Yeah, you, so this yeah. is what's going to happen. One, you're going to have these playoff games now. So every city... Miami, New Orleans, uh, uh, Houston, or wherever Dallas, you want to play in Dallas, yep. wherever uh, Arizona, LA, Vegas, yep. right? These places that you want to play, you can play in all these places, but all have it just come down to the Rose Bowl, right? Because the 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 level of history that mm-hmm. the Rose Bowl represents in college football is one of the last few, you know, hanging because the building's phenomenal. They've done a lot of good work on their building, so it, it's gonna. The building's gonna be fine. The ability to have college football in in the Rose Bowl with the sun mm-hmm. going down mm-hmm. and the stadium full like that mm-hmm. is on New Year's Day. Class, classic for and that's by the way, 
That's the last game. That yes. should, the championship game should be the last game of the season. Do not yes. schedule a bowl game after it. They do away yes. with bowl games after this, by the way. That's just me. Once you well, get this 12-team playoff. That's not going to happen because look at the other bowl game. So the Sugar Bowl, the other semifinal, 18.4 million. That's the fourth highest Sugar Bowl. Obviously, uh, it started super late on the East Coast. I mean, what it's right. like at 9 p.m. on the East Coast, finished at almost 2 a.m. Yeah, so just terrible timing. But look at the but orange. These bowl. will now these game. bowl these bowl games will now be playoff games. So you you but just massage all these into the playoffs. But look at the orange bowl. It was Georgia with a half roster in Florida State. Ten point three million people tuned in. That's the most that have tuned into an orange bowl in two thousand seventeen. The Cotton Bowl, Missouri, Ohio State, nine point six million. That's the most since two thousand thirteen for the Cotton Bowl. For reference, and the bowl I'm not trying to do this to, to you. I'm not trying to do this to you. But for reference, this is how football runs America. NBA Christmas games average 2.8 million viewers. <laughs> Listen, you got a grade on the curve, bro. That's good for the NBA. The NBA that's great for numbers. the NBA. They, that's great. That's, They're not that, even that. averaging a million for any any sort of. Yeah. The Pop-Tart Bowl, by the way. Tell me who played in that. I don't know. 4.9 million viewers. 4.9 million viewers. Go. We got 10 seconds to go for it. I, the, the ratings are phenomenal. All the whispers about college football falling apart because of NIL and transfers are clearly not true. So shout out to college football. They came up big and one more game to go. All right. Talk about the Aztecs. Okay, everybody. Welcome back to Kaplan and Crew. Grande Browner with you guys here on a Wednesday Scott will be back on Monday, even though, like I said in the previous segment, the guy won't stop texting us. He just will refuses <laughs> texting us. And when people put us in group messages, I kind of understand. Uh, before I get to what I'm going to show Browner real quick, uh, we are brought to you by Gary Cooper and Mountress Realty, mountressrealty.com. Give him a call if you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, whatever it is, you give Gary Cooper a call, 858-376-1299, 858-376-1299. Gary even helped my wife's coworker find a place in Washington. So he will, he goes above and beyond. Nice. He's just crazy. Um, he's always answering the phone, by the way. When we give you that number, Gary answers. It's not like a secretary and you got to go and wait on hold. Gary answers the phone, 858-376-1299. Real quick, Browner. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm going to save it for Uncensored because that's where you talked about it yesterday. And I, then I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Tonight, it is the kickoff of the Mountain West schedule for the San Diego State Aztecs. They're taking on Fresno State. Fresno State 7-6 and six coming in. The Aztecs 11-2, unranked, ranked them. Uh, technically, they're number 26. They, got the, they were the team that received others receiving votes. Browner, the game tips off at 7.30 on Fox Sports 1. San Diego State is a 15.5-point favorite tonight. If I'm, on, if, I'm, if I'm a betting man, I never give the Aztecs that many points, especially the way they've played against bad teams this year, as much as I love it's them. A lot. Uh, but, yes, uh, the Aztecs kick off the Mountain West, which, by the way, the Mountain West is probably the deepest it's been in a decade. Uh, two teams are 13-1. Two teams are 12 and one. The Aztecs are 11 and two. Uh, five teams enter conference play in the top 40. Uh, only the SEC and Big 12 can say that as well. They got five legitimate teams. And according to Brian Dutcher, uh, 
this is a top to bottom. It's as good as it's been in a really long time. He said, quote, it's going to be good. The top is really heavy and the bottom is good. There are a lot of teams good enough to win on any floor. It's going to be a competitive year. And the Aztecs kick it off tonight against Fresno State. I'm trying to get there tonight. If Scott doesn't come through, I will probably buy oh. some. Even I prefer not to. I really do want to go tonight. Oh. I feel like I, I don't know why I really want to go tonight, but I do. Um, yeah, man, I'm very excited for this season. Obviously, I didn't even subconsciously. I wore the Final Four sweater today. I, I didn't do it on purpose. Uh, just so excited for this for this team. I'm glad that they've been tested on the road. That they won a big one on the road. Browner, mm-hmm. are you saying we when it comes to the basketball team, or is it still them because they're not in a Power Five conference? No, 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 no. You don't need conferences for basketball. I've always used we when I talked about the San Diego State men's Aztecs program. Mm-hmm. I was almost a part of the program. So I'm a, I've always been a we guy. I've always known people in the program. I've always been close to the program. So I've always been a friend and a fan of it if I didn't even if I didn't get to be a participant of it. So that being said, I, I think this is this is a good start, man. Again, we talked about the road trip. We talked about the three-game uh, road trip yesterday, or the three road games uh, in the early conference schedule, in the early schedule yesterday. But just to reemphasize, coming out one and two with the two you lost, one, ugh, but the other one understandable, and to get that big win at Gonzaga to end it off just kind of tells you a lot about this team, man. And I think tonight they're going to – I think tonight's going to be a statement. It's going to yeah. be a statement for the conference. I think it's going to be a statement for the nation. Because I, I I think I added you at Twitter, but I'm not 100% sure if I did that at a show, that Andy Katz had San Diego State as the team of the week. Wow. And, nice. and still not ranked. Still not ranked. Wow. So to get that kind of attention from a guy like Andy Katz to be put out there like that for this program, again, people who are in the know, which is why the, the ranking is infuriating, people who are in the know of the sport, are aware of what is happening at San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Andy Katz is aware of what happened at uh, Raftery. Like these ESPN guys, the, the uh, uh, all these guys, they know San Diego State is a quality program and they're becoming a national name. So the the, be- the, the bigger you can make a noise right now, the better it'll be down the line. There you go. Uh, the Aztecs, yes, three road, huge road games. They lost two of them at BYU, at Grand Canyon. They did beat Gonzaga. That's obviously what they're going to hang their head on this season. Hopefully it's not like a down year for Gonzaga where at the end of it, it doesn't even look that great. I still think it's a great win just because of the environment, and they just don't lose there ever. So, But they also did play three very good teams. Well, maybe not Cal. It was a very good team, but they did play St. Mary's and Washington in Vegas for when I was there for F1. So that was in a neutral site where they're where you know that's that's always difficult too. So the Aztecs have been road tested. I like the way that they've come in because it's going to be a pretty difficult year. Like we said, the the uh, Mountain West is very 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 good top to bottom this year. But Fresno State tonight they're seven and six, um, and the game will be aired on Fox Sports One. And then the Aztecs play on Saturday. And honestly, Browner. I didn't even realize they play this team on Saturday at home. I thought they were on the road for this one. So maybe I'll wait till Saturday. This is a one o'clock game on big CBS on national CBS against UNLV on Saturday at one o'clock. I love that game. Hmm. I might go that game. Hmm. I, I always assume UNLV will be better than what they actually are. 
even when they're yeah. good, I'm like, I, I see UNLV on the schedule. I'm like, that should be a good game. That should be a big mm -hmm. game. And for whatever reason, they don't do it's anybody not. any favors. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah, yeah, for whatever reason. So far. I like the way the Aztecs are starting the schedule, too. I like the way the Aztecs are kind of facing a little bit of the, I don't want to say lesser teams because you never know, but they are starting right. off against three of the lower-end teams on the Mountain West. I like that. And then they go on the road to New Mexico. That'll be like their first big, big test because New Mexico, very close last night, lost to Colorado State. I believe Colorado State ranked. Uh, very exciting year for San Diego State. And we'll see what happens tonight. If you're there and you see me, shout me out. Uh, it'll wow. be a good time. Uh, I, I haven't been to a game yet this year. Last game I was at was obviously the national championship. So uh, can't wait to go check that out again. All right, Browner. Let's transition a, real quick. You outfit pick out the next game? You got I'll go like this. I'll go like this, okay. probably. Yeah, same one. Right. Yeah. I got, I could wear it. If it's cold, cold, maybe I'll drop that hockey sweater. Maybe I'll put on the hockey, the San Jose State hockey Ooh, sweater. Okay. If it's cold, because it's cold as hell right now. I'm assuming tonight it's going to be yeah. cold. There's a cold front and coming. And it's wet. Well, listen, it's going to be, it's going to be Southern California cold. That's what right. it's going to be. Right. But it's still cold for us. I mean, when the high is 59, that's freezing for us. Yeah, that's that's bad. That's, that's like bean. That's like beanie weather. And I don't even have a beanie. Oh, yeah, you better go buy one. Dude, I got a couple. Browner, how about this? I got one in. The... I got one in arm's reach all day. Holla at your boy. Holla on Monday. How about this, Browner? This is this is a scary looking number when you live in Southern California, where the low is thirty five degrees. I saw that. I saw that. I was like, start what? a fire. <laughs> <laughs> what i gotta like Light dust the off the heater in my central air man what Bruh, 35 degrees be... scott's kids might freeze to death because yeah, you know oh, he yeah. turned on no heat what was the, we got to talk to the... him about that yeah we got to bring that up because what was the decided temperature if it drops below 65 or something then you could turn on the heat i don't remember the exact number we said but it was saw, in it, the it, 60s right like if if your house gets to like 60 something it's okay to turn the heater on but if it's not just put on a sweater. Yeah. Or a blanket. Yeah. Yeah. You hit you you start talking about 39s. You start talking about 30s in, in, in Southern California. 30. And people people get them yeah. winter coats out, boy. Yeah, and we're not talking about like we're not talking about, you know, you can drive 30 right. minutes uh, to the sunrise highway. It is here. You can drive 30 minutes to the sunrise highway, all of a sudden it's snowing. That to me is not Southern California. Southern California Correct. is on this side, is on this Correct. side. And when it gets when you see 30 something, what? Nah, fam. Not gonna be me. Yo, you gonna see me outside. Well back, you might as well move back to Chicago at that point. I might as well, bro. Well, again, we do the show from I can do the show from there. We'll work work out that time difference. Yeah, we do the show from anywhere. We do the show from anywhere. Uh Browner, you're gonna okay. Let's go back like 10 weeks. Herbolt. You're still a Charger fan. You know, you're not completely off the, the, the Brandon Staley wagon yet. You're still defending Tom Telesco, even though you defended him till the day he got fired. Chargers, Correct. you're like, you know, put that hat on. Put the put the, the mm -hmm. bolt man hat back on. So I'm about to read to you a report that should excite all Charger fans. Jim Harbaugh could be coaching his final game with Michigan on Monday. And according to ESPN's Jeremy Fowler. Harbaugh and the Los Angeles Chargers has, quote, gained steam in league circles. 
Jim Harbaugh has a $10 million, $125 million offer on the table from Michigan. The only clause in that contract that we're all aware of is that he cannot pursue a job until after the 2024 season. That contract would make him the highest paid coach in college football history as far as total money, not ex- not per year. Nick Saban still has that crown. But total as money would it. eclipse Dabo Sweeney, who got $115 million total from Clemson. It sucks now. Jim Harbaugh. I'm putting all the story together for you. I'm putting all the puzzle pieces together for you. Jim Harbaugh, a few days ago, hired Tom Brady's agent, Don Yee. Now, why would you mm-hmm. need an NFL agent unless you're looking? All reports say that he has always left the door open for an NFL return. The contract still That's being on the table doesn't put an end to his time in Michigan because he has not signed it or he has not rejected it. But this could be even the bigger thing las vegas has now put jim harbaugh as the favorite to be the next coach of the los angeles chargers eclipsing not only bill belichick not only kellen moore but ben johnson is now the second favorite the lions offensive coordinator jim harbaugh plus 150 according to odds makers in las vegas to be the next chargers head coach charger fan didn't that make you excited? I gotta say, man. If <laughs> I I like that idea, I like that idea because Jim Harbaugh wins everywhere he goes, and if you put him in as, as the Chargers head coach, you're—I mean, no no pun intended—you're going to supercharge this team because when he got to San Francisco, they did—he had to build it. Mm-hmm. Coming into Los Angeles. It's pretty much already built. You have a superstar quarterback. You have a star left tackle. You have a number one wide receiver. And you have a number one running back. So you have four of the five things that you need as an offensive head coach to build around. Mm-hmm. So if Jim Harbaugh has that day one, I think that's a very, very enticing offer. Uh, they've got some cap situations that they've got to work through. You've got to cut yes. some guys. So th- that's going to be, you know, the math ain't got a math, but it's an NFL contract. And as we know, the cap is rubber, not stone. But if you're asking me who I would want as a fan of the team, I would mm-hmm. 1,000% tell you I would want Jim Harbaugh over any of these other people because I've seen Jim Harbaugh prove it. And what do I always say? Do it at two places. Not only has it done it at both places, he's done it at different levels. He's now done it at Stan. He's done it at Stanford. He did it at US. He do it at USD. Did it at Stanford, and now he's done it at Michigan. Did I've it as a seen player. him. Did it as a player, and now I've seen him go to San Francisco when San Francisco was not a well-run place as it is now, and take that team to NFC championships and Super Bowls with a guy named Colin Kaepernick, who you never heard of. And Alex Smith was a bust until he ran into Jim Harbaugh. So if you're telling me you're going to start him off with this organization, with Justin Herbert, who's a better quarterback than he's ever had before, how can you not cool. be excited? How did can have, you not be did have Andrew Luck. Justin Herbert's better than Andrew Luck. Wow. And I know that's that a, a, that, that'll, that is, that'll have people whoa, hammering that's the a table. Two sh- that, that's that'll, a two shows. 
two shows for one hot take. Damn, that is a Andrew Luck. Justin Herbert is better than Andrew Luck. Yes, that yes, absolutely, absolutely, he is. And with that said, when you put him with Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, if Keenan maybe Allen's he there, might if be Mike rest- Williams is healthy. I think Keenan Allen is going to be there. I don't think Mike Williams will be healthy. I think he can help this kid who was a bust last year kind of find his way as well. I think what you're going to have to look at with this team going forward is financially what's going to happen to the defense. Because I think two of those big contracts on that defense, adios, buddy. Mm-hmm. Adios. I think the Derwin James contract, adios, buddy. And I think the Camille Mack contract, adios, buddy. I think those two are gone. Now, Bosa's a harder one to move, and he's so injury-prone at this point. I would probably move him, if I'm being honest with you, before I move Mac. But Mac's older, so that's that's no here there. But the problem with this is the number one thing that people keep, you know, tiptoeing around. The owner mm-hmm. not gonna pay, right? <laughs> like so. Are we not gonna bring up the? Get, are we also not gonna bring up the 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 cheating scandal right now? That a lot of people. Who cares? Who cares? Well, who cares? You know, because who Connor cares? Stallings, you can bring him to the NFL. He's not banned from the NFL. I, I think <laughs> who cares, man? Spygate. Like, there's, there's, there's cheating all over. There's cheating all over sports. Okay, whether you're deflating balls or filming practices or or filming games from the side, whatever, man. There's cheating all over the sport. If you get caught, punish the person. It doesn't make. It doesn't negate the championship. They're not gonna. They didn't beat Alabama because some kid was recording Big Ten games on his cell phone. You know, some everybody's posting on Instagram. Somehow it's bad when this guy does it. So I, I I don't know I don't know I don't care about that that doesn't that doesn't get you know it doesn't take a lot to get me going that ain't gonna do it that ain't gonna do it gotcha. so for me it's the, the owner the day, it's the owner number one correct correct for me that's the one and only concern I have about this at all the owner not gonna pay so if you're Jim and Harbaugh many- and you have a ten year hundred twenty five million dollar contract on the table do you not what do you do what do you tell the Chargers? What is your asking price in the NFL? What's a realistic contract for an NFL head coach where there are guys making more than $12.5 million? Jim Harbaugh would probably be top five, top three. If he, if he goes to the NFL, he's going to be like, you can put Bill in front of me. You can maybe put and Pete Carroll in front of me because of seniority. But other than that, maybe Sean Payton. That's, but I, if I'm Jim Harbaugh, I'm like, what's Sean Payton getting paid? That's where I start minimum. Listen. I Jim Harbaugh would sit down at a table with 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 any owner and go, I've handed most of these guys their hat in, in coaching. I've handed Pete Carroll his hat at multiple levels, college and NFL. I make I need more than him. Sean Payne is a desire and a lat and, and a liar. I need more money than him. Bill mm-hmm. Belichick is the only person I will take less money than. And to me, that the Chargers are going to balk at that because they have too many people in the organization squabbling over how much less I'm going to get because I'm giving it to yeah. that guy. So According I think to... this is a – go ahead. Sorry. I, I think I think this is the Raiders, and I think the Raiders and the and the Commanders are the front runners out of the gate if he chooses to leave Michigan because the the I want to keep calling them the Redskins. The Commanders have the ownership that's willing to pay. Mm-hmm. They have their team, which is pretty much bare bones at this point. He can get his own quarterback. They're high enough mm-hmm. in the draft where they can trade picks to get the number one pick, which is available to, depending on who you ask. 
And I, I think the Raiders are a more of his style. Mm-hmm. I think Davis will completely get out of the way. He will find a way to make sure that he gets whatever he needs to be successful. And I don't think you're going to get those at the other stops. You're not going to get that in Carolina. You damn sure ain't going to get that with the Chargers. I think what he's looking for is full autonomy. He would get that in, in Las Vegas. And I think he would get that with the commanders. I think everywhere else, there is a problem with the ownership. Yeah. Yeah. Carolina, problem with the ownership. No, you don't trust no that thanks. guy. No, thanks. Oh, he's throwing drinks on fans already. Uh, get it Washington, get you're it right. Over. I think, I, listen, I don't know how Josh Harris operates the 76ers. But anytime you have Magic Johnson, I always feel like that's a that's a friendly owner. That's a, good, that's you know, a that's, plus. That's a plus. That's a plus. That's a plus. Um, and yeah, I think with the Chargers, it's I'm gonna come here, but your son is not gonna tell me what to do. That's Correct. number one. Correct. And are the Chargers first of all the Chargers ever gonna say yes to that for anybody? For before anybody. you even get to that, before you even get to get me at the t- to get me at the table, what's the number? For me to fly well, I think to they California, get, I think they can the get number? them to the number. But here's here's the numbers. His brother, who's won a Super Bowl, beat him in a Super Bowl, makes twelve beat million dollars. This is according, this according the lights to had to go out. The lights had to go out, but still beat him, twelve million dollars. Mike Tomlin, who seventeen years of a straight winning record, won Super Bowl, and twelve a Super and a half Bowl. million dollars. Kyle Shanahan, more than that. no Super Bowls. Somehow he's making fourteen million dollars. Sean McVay, Sean McVay, and Pete Carroll, both with one Super Bowl, both on the NFC West, both make fifteen million dollars. He's a Sean better Payton, coach than both of them. Sean Payton, one Super Bowl, but the the but those two have Super Bowls. That's all I'm saying. Correct. There's only one guy on this list that doesn't, and that's Kyle Shanahan, and that's as of today. Sean Payton, one Super Bowl, eighteen million dollars. And Bill Belichick, six Super Bowls, $25 million. So you're telling me it's between Yikes. Sean and Bill? Yes. If I'm Jim Harbaugh, yes. If I'm Jim to Harbaugh. To get me to yep. leave this thing I got full control of, absolutely. Let's start at 20. Let's start if, at 20. Here's, here's how I'll wrap it up. If you're not going to give Jim Harbaugh, if he's willing, if he's willing to come, and you're not going to give Jim Harbaugh what he wants, who would you ever give it to? be more of the Thank same you. and if it's if it's gonna be more of the same that's that's, it, that's all when we come back let's ask eric williams about this too let's ask eric williams about jim harbaugh can he see the spanos a pay and b give up control let's ask eric williams next All right, everybody, welcome back to Kaplan and Crew with just the crew, Grande and Browner. Scott back on Monday. He's up in Mammoth, and uh, he sent me a picture. There was no snow on the ground last night, zero snow on the ground last night. He sent me a picture at 7 in the morning with a hand and a shovel because they were snowed in this morning. That's how fast it snows up there in Mammoth. He's back on Monday, taking an extended vacation. We'll hold it down. No big deal. Joining us right now from Fox Sports is Eric Williams. Like He joins us every week. Eric, uh, I think today, according to Larry David, is the final day I could say Happy New Year. So Happy New Year to you, sir. <laughs> happy New Year to you as well. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Hope you had a good happy holiday season. I know off air, you don't have to talk about it, but you told me you're mo- you moved. Where'd you move to? Yeah, uh, still in San Diego. Uh, I'm in the, the Mount Helix area, if you're okay. you know, familiar okay. with uh, 
East County, uh, mm -hmm. was in uh, San Carlos, uh, you know, previous to that. So like it here, it's a nice spot. And, uh, you know, we're happy to, to be uh, not, not packing, unpacking any more boxes. Yeah. I hate oh. moving with a passion, with a passion. Like if, like, I think like the job of mover, like when I see moving trucks and it's like dudes moving, I was like, you chose to do that as a, as a prof like, Oh man, I hate moving. I hate it. Hey, listen, man, I'm, I'm with you on movers. that. I love movers. Shout out to movers, but they all got criminal records. You got to do something. You got to do, do something. something. That's the easiest thing to do. Listen, if a beautiful woman can use her tools to make money on the internet, a strong man can use his hands to move boxes after he's been convicted. Shout out to all these moving yeah. companies, employing people with sleeve tats, neck tats, face tats, hair tats. Thank y'all, because I don't lift these boxes. Look at that wisdom hey, coming to you. Definitely a skill to it, no doubt. And uh, we had some mm -hmm. people help us with the move as well, and, and much appreciated. We actually moved our piano uh as a family by ourselves that was our one major accomplish we we got on the internet and looked it up and and handled our looked business damn dude yeah like a grant like yeah. an old piano like yeah. elton john piano not an elton john just a, a stand-up piano yeah, they're playing like rocket man i ain't got skills Little tiny like dancer <laughs> <laughs> look at this brad knowing know elton you... john songs hey i'm well-rounded this is how you know you have moved up in life. When you stop having your friends help you move. Mm -hmm. when you can call somebody to pay them to pick up your boxes and not get your friend his truck and some, you know, and some 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 uh libations afterwards. <laughs> you, you, you're doing all right, man. You're doing all right. At one point in my life, I could I moved every year and I had to, you know, travel light because I only know yeah. three people and only know one person with the truck. So I had yeah. a couch, a mattress, and a microwave everywhere I went. That's all I had. I mean, obviously you got clothes, but you can throw clothes in the backseat of a car. So mm -hmm. I, I'm officially past the homie help me move stage. So I can call somebody. Yeah. I just don't. I, I was don't at the homie help me move stage, and my roommate, uh, who I lived with for a long time, worked at a brewery. That well, he don't work anymore, so I don't care if you can't get in trouble anymore. <laughs> like we basically just like stole the, the 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 delivery truck for a day and didn't tell the brewery. We're just like, yeah, we need a moving truck. So we're going to take this truck. So we're at drive. You know, we got our crappy ass couch and our desks and whatever in this brewery truck because we're just like, we don't got money to, for a U-Haul. So let's uh -huh. just steal this truck for a day. Nobody noticed. Nobody cared. So who cares? Got to do what you got to like do. U-Haul. Prices. U-Haul. Yeah. Work with U-Haul. Take your prices down, okay? I just need it. I just need it for a couple hours. $100. That, that number on the truck is never the real number. All right? That's it. That's all. That's, that's, that's yeah. my moving. That's my moving. That's my moving. <laughs> Soapbox. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad you're done, Eric. I'm glad you're done. Uh, before you joined us, uh, some breaking news did happen that people will care about, I guess. I mean, no one's going to play in week 18, it seems like. Patrick Mahomes, not playing. Mm -hmm. uh, Joe Flacco, not playing. And now, according to NFL Network's Mike uh, Garofolo, uh, Matthew Stafford, not playing. Not a surprise, probably. Probably the right yeah. call. You have any insight on who else should sit out? Is everyone going to sit out? Cooper Cup, Kyron Williams. I know Puka's going for a record. He might yeah They're probably gonna play but is everybody else gonna sit i think if they don't sit then they're gonna play limited snaps because they're it's more important for these guys to be healthy for the postseason i would expect cooper cup not to be out there if Stafford's not playing um kyron williams you know had a, has an amazing season do you want to risk you know him getting hurt and not being kind of the engine of your offense in the postseason 
Uh, they have some guys that are nicked up. Puka's kind of nicked up, but like you said, he's going for that rookie record. So I would imagine he wants to get out there and and, and play a little bit at least till he breaks the records and then and then maybe gets out. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's not playing for the Niners. He's got a strained calf. Uh, maybe Trent Williams is a guy that you sit, you know, because he's dealing with that growing. You know, give him another week to rest. Really, uh, two to three weeks to rest because they have they have the buy going into it. So maybe Purdy doesn't play. You know, do you, do you need to throw Purdy out there? It would make sense for Sam Darnold to to get some reps. You know, even though Purdy's kind of, you know, competing for the MVP. I say that in air quotes because I don't. I think it's kind of Lamar's Jackson War right now. Um, so yeah, certainly makes sense to kind of sit your frontline players to to get ready for the postseason. Yeah. Um, but I think the other end of it is, you know, if you're the Rams, you have a young team, uh, you're still kind of in the evaluation uh, process for some of those guys. Uh, so, you know, you, you kind of want to, you know, continue to, to have those guys get reps. If you're if you're a guy like Kyron Williams or if, or if you're a guy like Puka, aren't you looking at your contract bonuses, too? Aren't you looking at there's some incentives yep. in there around the league yes. that guys are like, hey, 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 wait a minute. No, doubt. I need to be out there for a couple snaps because to change. Uh, don't don't yeah. Russell Wilson me. I'm playing. <laughs> right. You're right. So I, I don't know what the contract status is in terms of those player incentives that they could make. But, yeah, they're definitely aware of that. Their agents making them aware of that. And, and you know, McVeigh is certainly one of those coaches that understands that part of the business. And if there are incentives for those guys to make, I would I, I would think that he would he would put them in the game so they can they can get there. Um, I do want to ask you because there are seven teams that go to the playoffs. There are still two spots available in the NFC. Seattle on the outside looking in. This is Browner's Super Bowl this week. We lost ours last week as a Vikings fan to the Packers. Now it's Browner's Bears chance. But the Seahawks, are you surprised that they are once again in the in the playoff chase? You know, they, they did have to play Drew Locke a few, a few times here and there in a the start. Are you surprised yeah. that the Seahawks are still alive? They play in Arizona, which should be a winnable game. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the Seahawks' chances of getting in? Obviously, it's all dependent on Browners. Bears to do the job first, but yeah. what do you think? You know, it's interesting because they were in a similar situation last year. They needed the Lions to beat the Packers on the road for them to get into the postseason, and then they had to beat the Rams, and all those things happened, and they, and they were able to, to, to get in the postseason. I'm actually surprised that they're not already in the postseason based on the moves that they made in the offseason. I thought they were going to be better, particularly on the decent defensive side. That's Pete Carroll's specialty. You know, obviously going back to the Legion of Boom days when they had one of the best defenses, not only in the league, but one of the best defenses, I think, in, in, in NFL history. If you look at the numbers. So you would expect that Pete would have been able to kind of figure things out. He hasn't. They've given up over 1,100 rushing yards and 13 rushing touchdowns since week 11. They've been a disaster defensively. And um, I think not only if they lose this game to the Cardinals then they don't get in, you have to look at changes at offensive coordinator, defense coordinator. You have to think about if Pete Carroll is still the guy that's 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 that can lead them past the, the Russell Wilson era. You know, give him credit for rebuilding quickly last year and getting the postseason. But I think there was an expectation nationally they were gonna they were gonna use that as a jumping off point and continue to improve and actually chase the Niners. But the Rams are in much better position uh, than the the Seahawks are, and they have to look at holistically if they're moving in the right direction in the organization. And if Pete Carroll isn't the guy, you're going through another head coach hiring cycle. 
I know they like Dan Quinn a lot up there. He was the guy that was the defensive coordinator when they were really good. If this is your opportunity to get, to get Dan Quinn, do you do you approach Pete Carroll about the possibility of retiring this year? Wow. See, I, that, that really that, – that, it just in a place for me that I don't like because the idea of removing a successful head coach mm-hmm. because he didn't necessarily hit a goal – that other people thought. Now, the idea of getting in the coaching carousel after having such stability, to me, yeah. is never a good move because it's worked out for Pittsburgh. Yes, Mike Tomlin isn't taking you to the Super Bowl every year, but mm-hmm. the level of consistency shows you you are one place. Like, they're a qu- the Steelers are a quarterback away from really literally being in it knee-deep every year. I believe the same thing about the Seahawks. You're a quarterback away from being knee-deep in it every year. And so as a Bears fan, I feel very bad for a franchise who has a stable head coach and Mm -hmm. for whatever reason they see fit, want to take a chance on going outside of that. Dan Quinn is a great defensive coordinator. You're absolutely right. Is Dan Quinn a head coach? We don't know. Well, he took the Falcons to the Super Bowl. And now he's a defensive coordinator. (laughs) <laughs> so so led him to a to a great 28 to 3 loss hey don't and, why you gotta bring up bad stuff so, hey we bring that, it up for that, kyle shanahan we got to bring it up for dan quinn right so that because a lot of people don't talk about dan quinn's side of that so for yeah. me i really I, I just really feel like if you have a a level of stability at that position it's easier to get a new office of coordinator it's easier to kind of move some pieces around than the up mm-hmm. in the whole organization because you came up a win short. Yeah, I think you bring up a great point. I'm not saying that that Pete Carroll should move on. I still believe that Pete Carroll is a guy that can get it done in the NFL, and maybe it is about adding a couple pieces. That said, look what happened in New England with Bill Belichick. They certainly mm. waited too long to move on from Bill. Yeah, And so do you want to be in that same position where you're kind of looking at it and again, these coaching candidates aren't all available at the same time. There's no guarantee that if Dan Quinn is the guy that you want, you're going to be able to get him two, three years from now. You know, you, you kind of have to look at it, it at, at every year and look at kind of where you're at and what the opportunities are. Like, you know, Jim Harbaugh is, is potentially going to be available. If you want Jim Harbaugh, it seems like now is the time to get him, not two to three years from now. So timing is important. And that's why I'm bringing it up. Um, it's so funny too, because like you want to. I've I thought it was head scratching that the Seahawks even gave Geno an extension. Like, why not just go draft yeah. the quarterback and roll with Drew Locke if you have him already? Like, let's just figure that out. But it just makes so much sense when you look and you and you find out who Geno is. He's like the quarterback version of Pete Carroll, like this this motivator, this guy that everyone counted out. Like, can he do it? He comes back. Right. He proves mm-hmm. people wrong. He's sure. like he's a team guy. Like, yeah, there are very different levels to them, but they see they're just so in line. And Pete going from Russell Wilson, who clearly he didn't really vibe with the same way. And now he's he's like, Gino's my guy. Like, I am like Gino. Like, it kind of makes sense to me now why they stuck with him. Yeah, they certainly aligned in terms of their personality and the, and the character and, and kind of having that chip on on his shoulder and the way that he plays the quarterback position, take care of the football lean on the running game, make the big explosive plays when they're there. 
Um, but they also allowed themselves the ability to get out of that contract out of out of yeah. one year. So they didn't commit necessarily long term to Gino. Um, and so you've you saw the good from Gino and you've you've seen the bad. I think this the Seahawks need to figure out is Gino the guy that can help them compete against the Niners? You know, he's really yeah. struggled against that team, and that's who you're trying to overtake. And so if the answer is yes, and then you just need to kind of you know put pieces around them, then then you move forward with Gino. But if the answer is no, you, you got to look at this year's draft where there's a lot of good quarterbacks coming out. So you brought up the name um, Jim Harbaugh, and we just had a conversation about Jim Harbaugh because according to ESPN's Jeremy Fowler, Harbaugh to the Chargers is gaining steam was the, was the quote <laughs> that I read. Okay. Uh, but we know if, if you look at into the totality of the whole story with Jim Harbaugh, he was reportedly has a 10 year, $125 million contract on the table from Michigan with mm -hmm. a, with a, with a clause says you cannot look for an NFL job until after next season. And then you can, we'll figure that out. Uh, Vegas now has Jim Harbaugh as the favorite to land in with the chargers over Bill Belichick over Ben Johnson over Kellen Moore. Jim Harbaugh's now the favorite, according to Vegas. Right. Um, he has not committed. He the all reports say he's very open to an NFL return. Justin mm -hmm. Herbert is there. Browner gave us an ultimate hot take that Justin Herbert is already better than Andrew Luck. Um, Ooh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. It yep. took him two days in the yep. new year to give us a very hot take. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Here is what we also know: John Harbaugh makes twelve million. Mike Tomlin makes twelve and a half million. Kyle Shanahan makes fourteen. Sean McVay, Pete Carroll makes fifteen. Sean Payton makes eighteen. Bill Belichick makes twenty-five. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh is going to be in that range. I don't see him you're, going anywhere less than start that. At, uh, I'm going to tell you what I said. You start at twenty. Yeah, twenty. Million. So let me ask you: you start at twenty question. million. I think personally, I think you got to start where like Kyle Shanahan's at. Like neither of them have a Super Bowl. Both of them have you a start at a lot twenty million. Of, okay. But he's got twelve and a half million on the table for Michigan right now. That's probably sure. where it starts. So, with all that being said, is this the guy that the Spanos family finally says, "You know what, John, do you take a back seat?" And you know what, this is the guy we pay for. Let's go get Jim Harbaugh. Uh, it certainly makes sense. You also could mention that um, Harbaugh just hired Don Yee as his, his agent, who was forgot that little part. Sean, Sean Payton's agent, and he has a, a relationship with with the Spanos family and the Chargers. Um, and I believe that one of the Spanos family, I think it's Michael, played for Harbaugh at Stanford. Um, so there's there's a relationship there. I think there's 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 ties there when you consider the Spanos family and the and. And Harbaugh, obviously Harbaugh coached at the University of San Diego when the Chargers were in San Diego. He played for the Chargers for for two seasons at the end of mm -hmm. his career. Um, you know, family considerations might be in the play here. I, you know, um, I'm not sure where Harbaugh's wife's from, but she might be from the West Coast. Maybe they want to get back to the West Coast and and kind of live that different lifestyle than what they're they're living right now in the Midwest. Like I said, timing is everything. Um, but money talks uh, and, you know, is Dean willing to go into those couch cushions and, and find a little bit more money, a little more scratch <laughs> uh, to, to pay what it's going to cost, you know, to get somebody like Harbaugh, which is, you know, a lot of money. Or does it make sense to to maybe deal with Belichick and the Patriots? I think uh, Bill still has some some money left on his contract. 
Can you work out some kind of trade with New England where they can pay part of that contract and you have an offset and maybe it doesn't cost you as much to get somebody like Belichick versus dealing with Harbaugh, which I think, you know, I, I think he's going to be top of the line in terms of his earning power going to the NFL because he has a lot of leverage because he can always just stay at Michigan. So it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting topic. See, I think that the number starts at 20 and I, and I know people may look at it and go, what if I'm Don Yee, I'm talking about what he did before he left mm -hmm. three NFC championships games in a row, took my team to the Super Bowl, And if the lights don't go out, I'm a Super Bowl champion too. So, mm -hmm. When you put me in the mix of all these other guys with numbers, when I walked out the game, I was above all these guys but one, Bill Belichick. So that will be paid under only one, and that's Bill Belichick. And even when you start to look at considerations for the Chargers, this is why I don't think it will happen. Okay. Eric, all those things you said about him, 100% spot on. Play for him, friends with the family, all oh, that's great. You know what they ain't doing? You ain't got to find the money for me in the couch cushion. You got to go to the bank. <laughs> and that's gonna be the difference. You used to getting your coach out the couch cushion money. For me, uh-uh, you're gonna either you're gonna have to go to the bank. So you're gonna have to get in your car, put your seatbelt on, drive, write you a check, and bring me a big old bag of money back. Cause this ain't gonna be yeah. convenient for you. And the yeah. people around you in that organization, this go this gonna come out of people's pocket for y'all to pay me. That's why I don't think it'll happen. It, it'll be uncomfortable for them to make that happen. And and so are they willing to, to do that? Are they willing to change their organizational structure and, and how they do business? You know, typically they, they, they like that GM head coach structure mm -hmm. uh, in terms of, you know, people answering to each other with Harbaugh. He's going to be the guy making all the decisions. If he's, if he's taking over a head coaching position and, and the GM would likely answer to him and he'll be making the personnel decisions, which is, different than they've want, done in years past. And so, and then also, you know, having covered, uh, you know, the Niners and, and covered the Seahawks when Harbaugh was in San Francisco, he's a hard person to deal with. You know, he has a very mm -hmm. abrasive personality that will wear on you over time. So are you willing to, to deal with that part of it in terms of just him being there on a daily basis, you know, within your franchise and your organization? Yeah, if I remember correctly, it ended in San Francisco because they were just kind of over each other, weren't they? Wasn't yep. that the only reason? They were done. <laughs> Both parts. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I I don't think the – I mean, Eric, you probably know more than me. I don't think the Spanos family is what, a family that likes to be told what to do. They kind of – they kind of well, run what, on their own pace, right? They kind of what, do their own. What ownership group likes to be told what to do? I mean, where are we saw what, what, what happened with David Pepper, Tepper in the in the stands there. Him if you're winning six Super Bowls, like you'll deal with it. You know, the sure. moment you stop with the moment you stop winning Super Bowls, it, then the reports come out like, okay, let's time move on, time move mm -hmm. on. And now Bill Belichick's being asked by Boston Media on his weekly radio show, like, hey, why don't you just bring in a GM? And he's just like, what do you mean bring in a GM? Like, like it's going to solve solve anything? Mm -hmm. So. Uh, it's a very interesting time. Uh, you know, Washington's out there. They, they got the Carolina owners, Panther, throwing drinks on people. Who knows who wants to work for him moving forward? Vegas. Uh, I think nobody. Vegas. Vegas. There's a there's a guy that that will be told what to do. Like, sure, whatever, just win. See, because I win. See, Eric, I think it's I think it's between the command for Jim Harbaugh. I think it's between the Commanders and I think it's I think it's between Las Vegas because <laughs> they have a lot in common. I think the ownership group for the Commanders is willing to kind of give him the keys and supply him with the tools that he needs to be successful. And I think mm -hmm. Las Vegas would just cut him the check and go, hey, your job now, don't call me until it's game time. 
Well, yeah. so the only thing I'll you say got, to that seconds, real quick, is, sorry, we got to hit the spray. They don't, they don't have Justin Herbert. Neither one of those organizations have a quarterback. True. And and yeah. if you're truly about True. winning, then I think the Chargers job makes a lot of sense. At Eric underscore D underscore Williams. Thank you so much for joining us. Follow his work, foxsports.com. We'll talk to you guys next week. Radio listeners, stick around for more. YouTube, Uncensored. Next. All right, buddy. We are done. Uncensored portion. Browner, yesterday, in this uncensored portion, you went off about being Death Row Records, the radio show Death Row Records. right. Uh, you asked someone to make a Kaplan and Crew Death Row Records uh, logo. Shout and, out. Fat Tony, and, shout out. Fat Tony shot me one. Shout out to Fat Tony. Fat Tony went straight to action, and this is what he came up with. Uh, his version of the Kaplan and Crew Death Row Records. <laughs> yeah, that's right, motherfucker. Death Row Records, a.k.a. Kaplan and Crew, baby, in the radio business. Y'all already know what time it is, man. Don't fuck around with us. We ain't playing no games. We ain't playing no games. Ain't no corporate radio, as Bill likes to say. This ain't no motherfucking corporate radio. This is the real shit right here. This is the real shit. We talking about the truth in sports. How, well, unless Scott's on ESPN, then he's going corporate. Right. But, right. but here, but here, yeah. and then, in this uh-huh. house, yeah, we get straight to the point. So now you got to reach out to Fat Tony, and you got to figure out: Are we allowed to put this on our on our shop? And then if we are, Ooh. if we are, then I'll go from there. Then I can put it on shirts. I can put it on hoodies. I can put it on mugs. I can put it on backpacks. I'll put it on whatever you want. I think I like it. I love it. I think it's cool. I think it's different than anything else that we've ever done. So mm-hmm. uh, it's not highlighter and aqua color, which I love. I love black <laughs> and white. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, reach out to Fat Tony. He was the one that was texting us yesterday. But what's your fucking number? Because nobody knows it anymore. Because uh, he was trying to send you that logo. And Scott's like, what the fuck is this? Because he, he put us in a message with Scott. Scott's not here. And Scott was like, what? What's going on? Huh? And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to fill you in right now because you watch the show. So I text Tony on the side. I was, I, text, I gave him a little watch idea. This. And I was like, watch the show. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I like this. And he was giving me options. I was like, I like this one. And I did nothing except tell him which one I like. And shout out to Fat Tony. He's a fucking rock star when it comes to designs. Um, so if you ask him. We'll put it on a shirt and we'll we'll, we'll put it on the shop tomorrow. That's awesome. today. I'm down. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to talk to him. All right. Let me know what he says. Let me know what he says. All right. Other than that, stay safe out there if it's raining. Uh, you know, drive safe. No need to fuck stay around. Stay dry, motherfuckers. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Until then, peace out, y'all. Yeah, for all.